Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, and thank you for joining us on this beautiful Saturday. Um, welcome to Up Your Up Your Volume Morning Show podcast, where we talk about, or actually recap, not even talk about. We're going to recap this year's Woo-hoo! best things in art and living conscious. So we are here this morning. I'm joined by my beautiful mom. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually, as you know, but I'll share with everyone else. I left New Orleans this morning and. Decided to head to Florida about two days early, and I am parked at a welcome center in Pensacola looking over the water, and I'm super excited because I haven't really seen, I guess this is the gulf that I'm looking at, I haven't really seen water like this since I left L.A. in September, and I am a water girl, so this is just, I'm just so happy. The only thing that has me a little weird is it's, uh, the weather here is like, I think it's going to rain later today and tomorrow, so there's a lot of white caps and there's a lot of people out on boats, and, you know, you know me and water, I'm a little <laughs> bit anxiety if there's waves. I just like it, you know, like glass. So, um, but I'm doing great, other than I miss you terribly. I miss you too, but we only have, you said, what, five more Sundays? Five more Sundays, yep. I decided to start counting the Sundays. And uh, I'm excited about today's show because, you know, I think we've done 27 episodes. Can you imagine? I can't. I really can't. But it, I, it, it's it's awesome. It's been the best it experience. Is awesome. I really didn't think that we, you know, would be do, you know, so heavily invested with such as many um, talented and just uh, extraordinary guests that we've had on these shows. And every show, I feel like it just gets better and better and better. So I'm really I, I love our podcast. It's the highlight of my week. I do, too. I do, too. And even though, like, every week, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it is a challenge for both of us to sort of fit this in. But it's like mm-hmm. anything that's worth anything, it's like when you finally get there, you're just so proud of yourself, you know, because it means so much. And, um, you know, I, I this week I went back and listened to almost every episode that we've done, and wow, such a wealth of knowledge and I've grown so much as a person with each guest that has been on Um, and a lot of these people have been people that we knew but somehow our relationship got much deeper in the podcast because you learn so much that you just don't really get to talk about with people in normal conversation or when you're in a group right Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's, it's been wonderful. And this time last year, you and I didn't even have a clue that we were going to be doing a podcast together. I know, right? It, it was I mean, like, we didn't start talking about it till January. So it's getting, you know, around that time. And we don't really yep, make, yep, well, you know, it's crazy. I'm I really mean, excited. Took really big changes in this year. I mean, the biggest changes of our life to date almost. Oh, yeah, and I think absolutely. That, you know, and I think this podcast has been sort of a little bit of a grounding 
fascination for us because mm-hmm. it's almost like therapy in a lot of ways. Because when we're talking about the arts, you being an artist, you know, it's um, you know, it's almost like self-reflection in a way. And for me, talking about consciousness and with the guests that we have on for both of us, I think it's just really supported our ability to be better at our craft. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's, it's, um, gets, it gets over like the, the little, it's weird. I can, you know, sing on stage and not have that bad of stage fright, but I get, I used to get nervous. I still get a little nervous before these podcasts. Yeah, um, so do I. So it gets me kind of over that little fear of like five, four, three, two, one, you're on. You know what I mean? It's like the countdown is like, oh my God. And even, you know, I know we've said it to you guys before that sometimes we're going down to literally the final seconds and like one of us won't have internet or someone, I can't hear someone on a microphone or whatever it is. And, you know, it's always in those final seconds that it comes together. And even today, like, Normally, we, you know, when we have guests, we're on like 15 minutes before we're like, we take a break, we come back and we're like anticipating it, you know, we're all sitting on here right. as a team. But when it's, you know, just me and you, we can kind of be more relaxed and oh, we'll get on when we get on, you know, as long as we're on before 10. But today it was like, I logged in and all of a sudden it's like 59 seconds. I'm like, Oh my God. And then you're still muted. So it's, you know, again, like, right. I'm texting you. Can you see me? Cause I'm in a car and this is the first time I've done it that way. Normally I have headphones on the speaker and I'm stationary, but, um, so I'm like, can you see me? And it was like two minutes before. So yeah, we're, we're still always freaking out because this is important to us and we want to deliver the best show that we can. Absolutely. Um, so I'm excited because this format for the next two weeks is going to be a little different. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing a recap. We're recapping today all the episodes, and then we're hoping to hear from, uh, we're reaching out to all of our guests for them to give us updates that they want to share with you, which would be next week's show. Um, mm-hmm. So this way it will be our recap of the shows that we did for people that haven't had the opportunity to listen to all of them. And then mm-hmm. next week will be, which I, was Nikki's idea, which I think is a great idea, actually hearing from our guests what they would like to share with the community, updates on where they are, right? That's the plan. Right, exactly. Then we're going to take uh-huh. off until the beginning of the year, and I'm really excited about that because we've already talked about making some changes to the podcast, which uh, for next year, because we're learning as we go and we're riding the wave of life and we're students of life. So things will always evolve. But the thing I'm most excited about is it's going to start including live music, not just talking about music, but live music, right? It will. It will. Yep. And there's no one out there doing that. Um, And I think that's going to make us again, you know, be something that is going to be unique and original and hopefully is not just another one. It's, it's, it's the only one. And we work really hard to make sure that the content that we deliver is worth your time because we value our time. So of course we have to value everyone else's time and we probably value other people's time more than our own. And that's something we're working on, but um, cause you should value your own time the most, but we really want to make sure that if you're even giving us a minute of your time that you're getting more than, you're, you know, more than you would ever imagine. I have to tell Absolutely. you, I'm watching like four seagulls right now. I'm so in my happy place. You have no idea. Looking uh, out over the so water, good. seagulls. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. You getting emotional? 
I am. Like, I feel like crying. Can you tell? I, yeah, I, I really I can am. Hear, <laughs> I can hear it yeah. in your voice. So, you know, it's one thing to know that you miss where, you, you know, where your heart is, but to feel that feeling um, is, uh, you know, and during the holidays and stuff, and I'm on with my daughter. Yeah, it is a little bit emotional. I'm a beach girl, have been my whole life. And I keep telling myself I could move inland, but I just don't know how I could be this far away from the water. Um, but that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, but even but even 30 minutes compared to hours and hours away. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Because when I lived in Tustin all summer, um, you know, I would get in the car and I would drive to Long Beach, you know, because I mm-hmm. love the little town of Long Beach. And, just, and they have that great, like, area where you could park your car and walk along the, the water there, you know. And me and Gidge would go for our walks there. And that's enough. Even when I lived in Santa Monica, I wasn't right at the water, but we would drive to the water. I don't want to get in it. Right. I don't even want to touch it. I just want to see it. Um, right. So, yeah. So we'll figure that out someday. But I definitely am reminded that uh, the water is, is where I belong, or at least in the community close to the water. Um, right. So I'm very excited. And um, it's up to you how you want to do this. Do you want to just go through your list of music folks and then, uh, or do we, should we just go back and forth or what do you think? Yeah, no, no. I was going to say, you know, with, with, um, you know, earlier in the year we had, um, Blair Tyndall on, and she yep. is the author of Mozart in the Jungle. Um, if you guys don't know what Mozart in the Jungle is, it won the 2016 Golden Globe for Best Comedy and Best Actor. Um, it is a TV series. Um, I guess I guess not really. T- it's, it's not on, Amazon on TV. Not Amazon, yeah, uh, Amazon um, original series, and it's fantastic. Um, she is. She was. You know, great to talk to, great oboist, uh, great author. I know she's been through a very, very, very um, rough, she's had a rough life in this um, industry and a rough time. Um, so I think the success of of Mozart in the Jungle has, has um, been a really big thing for her. And um, that was a great episode. So if you haven't, um, if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Um, Mozart in the Jungle is a great show and I think um, it really speaks to kind of all ages it's like it's not um, you know really demographics wow I'm like all over the place Um, it's not categorized to any specific demographic it's very um, right very vast and it's it's a great show so um, I really enjoyed talking with her she was a good friend of mine in the neighborhood and um, it was just really awesome to get to talk with her and um, excited to hear what she's up just, to. Yeah. I think they just released um, some new episodes on Amazon because I've noticed a lot of people on social media talking about, Oh, I've been watching. So, um, you know, there's been, a, you know, you know how that happens when you right. know, the next season is released, everyone gets so excited. And um, so I think, you know, if you haven't watched, now's a good time. And you could do like what I just did with uh, Transparent. You can do a whole binge. Mm-hmm. Know, a couple of days, just watch them one after the other, which is the way I like to roll. But it's Me really too. based on her life story. At least that was the inspiration original. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. No, it is. It's, it's her life story. It's exactly what it is. Way cool. Way cool. Well, I actually heard from our very first guest, um, Hannah, 
who graced us with our first podcast, mm-hmm. uh, our, our kombucha mama, and uh, she's still traveling around the United States doing her book tour. And we caught her early into her book tour. I think she was only about six weeks in, and that was, you know, wow. in April. Yeah, so she's still doing her tour. And, um, you know, the release of her book was The Big Book of Kombucha. If, you know, if you don't know about kombucha, you want to learn more about kombucha, it is the authoritative book. I think this book will be around for our lifetime um, as the resource. Um, I have a book called The Complete Book of Essential Oils that I've been using since 1996, and it still is a number one seller on Amazon, and I believe that The Big Book of Kombucha will follow that. But, you know, it's really interesting because when I first met Hannah, my body wasn't able to tolerate kombucha. And for a lot of people, it is a little bit of a challenge. And Dr. Walls recommended that you start with a shot a day um, and, of kombucha and slowly build up. And I have to tell you that now my body requires kombucha to keep my gut flora working because it aids with digestion, as she said in the podcast, helps with energy And it also helps you to just feel good overall. So I drink a full kombucha a day. So realize this is a powerful elixir, and it detoxes your liver, and it supports your body. But for a lot of us to go from never having kombucha to having kombucha, you have to take it slow and steady. But realize that when you win the race, your body is very happy. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I... if, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that podcast, I would really recommend you go back if you're wondering about kombucha because Hannah is, uh, you know, the leader. She's the authority, you know, the number one um, authority on kombucha basically in the world. So um, I would I would highly recommend that our listeners, you know, check her out. There we go. I I love kombucha. Yep. I just recently um, was hanging out with my buddy Adam Lasher and. He started making his own kombucha, and we were talking about that, and I told him about the book, and just funny you bring that up. Um, hopefully, we get him on the show uh, next year. I was year. just going to be... say, we need to have him on the show, and you and him yeah. can do some music together. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of stuff together, um, thinking about recording a video together. Um, yeah, re- really great artist. If you guys don't know who he is, he's actually uh, Santana's nephew. He's been on um, American Idol twice and The Voice. Uh, once and um, he was in the last season of American Idol as a finalist. Um, met him at Berkeley College of Music yesterday. We taught at this big camp together um, in LA and we taught aspiring kids um, that are going to try out for shows like The Voice and uh, things like that and, and audition and stuff. We kind of taught them um, the proper technique and stage performance techniques and breathing exercises I did with them and a whole bunch of fun stuff. It was a, you know, a big uh, master class that we taught for about two and a half hours so great. together yesterday. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool because, um, you know, kids want to take selfies and, um, mm-hmm. you know, just, it's just really, really nice. Parents wanted to ask me, um, you know, if their kids got it and things like that, it was pretty surreal. It's really surreal. And then at the end, um, I was told uh, they kind of all auditioned for us, basically acapella. And um, it was maybe 25 kids. And um, I had the brutal task of being like the Simon Cowell and 
picking the top oh. five. Yeah. Wow. Um, not not in front of the kids, thankfully, because I think that would have been a little too hard for me. But the leader of the group, you know, just basically was like, okay, who are your top who who sticks out in your head as the top five? Um, and I was like, whoa, I didn't expect to do that, but you know, it was it was really cool. And I think for Adam, especially to be on the other side of things, um, being the judge versus the one being judged was cool for him too. Um, and being able to give advice like he's gotten before and things that he's learned along the way that are really, really, really great advice for those people that, you know, are, are coming up into it. But, you know, also when you go through things like that, you're dealing with a million stage moms, you know what I mean? Speaking of uh, stages, we were lucky to have Katie Jones, who puts together some amazing productions and musical performances, right? Oh, yeah. She, she's on her 10th. Um, if you guys don't know, if you guys don't remember or didn't see it, um, Katie Jones is based out of Brooklyn. Um, she's been doing the revolution at National Sawdust in Brooklyn. Uh, big venue. She puts on these huge events with, like, multiple artists, uh, meaning musicians, but also artists in like poetry. And um, I think she's even had sculpting and painting and she just uh, really embraces uh, the true meaning of artistry and coming together and collaborating and sharing the stage. And she is, is doing such a fantastic job at it. And it's really, really thriving. Um, The whole community talks about it now. I've seen a lot of videos. I think when we talked to her, she was on number four or six or something and now she's on 10 yeah um they just had a cyber monday sale for tickets um for december's volume 10 um but if you miss that i think you can still go to natsaw so national sawdust is just shortened to n-a-t-s-a-w.co um and i think if you just go to slash revolution 10 um you can see what they have on there and i don't think their prices will be too crazy um, what's really interesting though, about you talking about what you and Adam are doing with the kids and what she's doing with the sawdust festival. And we did that podcast about how to make a living in music. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize that artists use their talents in other ways, just than singing, just than being on stage. And the Katie, you know, went to Berkeley for vocal and, you know, she's putting together shows. You and Adam are teaching kids and inspiring them and, there's so much more than just playing your instrument, even if your instrument's your voice, when you're artist. And I think, and I think that that is something that maybe parents that might be listening who have kids that aspire to be an artist and they wonder, like, how can you make a living doing this? It's it's not always black and white. Um, right. Expression of your art comes out in so many different ways, and I think that's what, like, having uh, uh, Greenberg on talking about what he's doing. There's so many different ways that, and he's traveling the world with his stuff. There's so many different ways that you can use your craft um, every day and also, you know, put a roof over your head, you know, reach your goals, define your person, and live a fulfilled life, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's the the craziest thing. Last night I I had a gig and – after the third set, this guy came up to me and said, you, you don't just sing. And, you know, I've heard people say like, you don't just sing, you sang or something like that. But like, um, this guy just said, you don't just sing. He's like, 
you know, you, you could tell you love what you do. And I think that's true for every one of the people that you and I have both had on this show. These are people that love what they do and are going to figure out a way to not only spread their gift and talents and, uh, and the word of whatever the, it is they have to share with us, um, but they're going to figure out a way to do it in, in 27 different ways. And it's because we all love what we want to do, you know, love what we do. And yep. I think that we haven't had anyone on this show that isn't 100% devoted, dedicated and passionate and true to themselves and, and what they do in their craft. And I think that's the, the beautiful so thing about up your volume, because all these people are upping not only their volume, but their volume through us. I mean, we are now educated enough to, um, you know, join them on their journey and support them through their journey. And I think that uh, that's probably my favorite thing about this podcast. Everyone's just a, a real person. Yep. And that one that made me almost want, made me almost want to curse. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. you're real MF. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well. And we've had some real people on here that have really inspired me outside of artistic stuff that are doing things that are just mind-boggling. We had Tony Farrow on from Change MS. Love her. MS diagnosis into building a nonprofit, was recognized by the National MS Society as being someone who's basically changing the face of MS. We had Becca on who talked about living off the grid. I mean, they basically just so sold rad. everything. Yeah, I mean, and they're in Idaho now, and if you do not follow them on social media, you really should because it's unbelievable. They have goats. They have chickens. She's training her goats to haul stuff, and, you know, they build their own uh, shelter. I mean, it's just really amazing. We had the shrinking violet on, Aloria, who has, you know, lost hundreds of pounds and, you know, restored her her health and her life and as a, a published author, um, you know, we had our friend Dylan. Do you remember uh, the athlete who was a sponsored oh, yeah. uh, athlete and developed the, rain, the rare brain disorder and an oxycodone addiction and how he, using a ketogenic diet, following Bulletproof, was able to change his life. So many people who have tapped their passion in the face of adversity and so many people who have tapped their passion and shared it with others, you know, like what you guys are doing with your music and, and all of those things. I feel like it's so inspiring to see that we all get to our passion in a different way and we all use it in a different way. But Absolutely. all of our guests are living their passion. I love that. How, how, how blessed is it that we, we are able to say that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Great. Well, I mean, um, and we had a podcast, you and I had that podcast where we were talking about last January, the two mom and daughter sat down and we we're like, we're not really living our passion. So mm-hmm. how about if we hang out together and figure out how we can make that happen? And that's what we did yeah. this year. Yeah, so uh-huh. true. And, um, and I think, I think we, we went far beyond our own expectations of what we could accomplish. And I, I just, I, I, you know, it, I know a lot has gone into a year so that's what makes me feel like it's been a year but at the same time it has absolutely flown by and I'm just like I I couldn't be more proud of of us deciding that and and I think we're (laughs) yep 
Um, And speaking Um, of people that are super passionate and just all around good person, um, good people, as everyone else is on this show, but Mario Jose really does have a heart of gold and him releasing uh, his debut album this year was just a huge, huge thing, not only for us, but um, and not only for him, but for us to have him on our, our, our podcast oh, twice yeah. to kind of go through the writing process and the recording process and the collaborating process and to really go in depth about how that is for a first time artist doing that, especially somebody yep. who's so well known for his singing, well but not his writing. I mean, this is his first yeah. time going going it down into those deep vulnerable places and coming out with a product and um it is very similar to like giving birth to a child. I mean it really truly is and um and I you know, love we, his energy. Oh, he's just he's I mean, it's called Heart of Gold. Like he told, you know, uh you know, Rolling Stone, Billboard magazine and all these all these people that interviewed him, um it really is because his it's called that because he was told so many times that he's just got this infectious heart of gold and when he's he really does. Smiles. I mean yeah. it's unbelievable. And, and if you met him all... in person, he literally could he's like your favorite stand up comedian, your best friend, the person you can <laughs> gossip with, and the person that like makes you want to cry all wrapped into one. Yeah. Like it's literally he's like yep. he's very much you know, a, a a diamond in the rough. I mean, he is very, it's very yeah. rare to come across a human like him. And, um, you know, he's doing really well. He had his, his hotel cafe show went really, really well. He's releasing some videos. Um, and he has he a, Christmas, is in, a Christmas. I was just going to say he's in right? snowfall. It, it's not a Christmas album. It is um, actually not even just him. It's a lot of people. Um, I don't know if you guys remember me um, mentioning uh, performing with um, in like an acapella type setting, um, but this is an all acapella group um, called Snowfall, and they're doing they're basically a corporate hired band um, or weddings, anything that's you know big big stuff. They're they're kind of on. It's got um, feature, featuring India. Uh, Carney from The Voice. She was a finalist. I want to say top like two or three, um, maybe 2014 or 2015. Um, there's Kenton. He's huge in the music oh, yeah, world. Yeah, so you remember him. For, yep, yeah. yep. Kenton's in it. Yep. Ellie and I were actually watching. A, um, I I don't remember what the commercial was for. Progressive or something. He, and Kenton was like in the commercial. We're like, is that Kenton? Like, so he's kind of everywhere wow. right now. Um, and Ben Bram, who is a um, producer, he's done a lot of stuff for uh, obviously Pentatonics. He's won Grammys and stuff. Uh, I, I've had the pleasure of meeting him and having dinner with him a, a bunch of times through Mario. And he's actually, this is his group. Um, so he is, put on this huge master group it's probably about I'm looking at the picture right now um it looks like it's about 16 20 people um so it's it's a big huge acapella group and they sound amazing do all Christmas and I think they might even have some originals coming your way so yeah Mario's definitely busy um and uh I know that his management team also uh manages Will McCarr 
um, who we yeah, just we had, had on. him on. What, what a great guy, right? So sweet. So, so sweet. Um, and really, I still remember him sharing uh, his reason for picking what he mastered at what he studied at Berkeley instead of picking what he what he picked what he knew the least about, which was songwriting. And mm-hmm. it just really stuck in my mind where most people go to study what they're most passionate about. He decided to study what he feared the most, which was really an interesting thing to learn. Don't you think? Absolutely. And, you know. I just met another person. Um, I actually just just wrote a song with somebody uh, in the past couple of weeks that I, I'm going to be excited for you guys to hear when it is finished. Um, but that person also went to Berkeley, a lot younger than me, kind of like uh, I believe Will as well. Um, and he's a great piano player, so I just automatically assumed he went to school for you know piano. That was the principal instrument, um, and after getting to know him through this writing process, he was like, Oh no, I went to Berkeley. It casually, we got on the subject of Berkeley and um, I told him I'm going back to Boston for the first time since I graduated. And he didn't even realize that 939 was new uh, my last year, which is a, a building. And um, just, uh, there's a lot of changes at Berkeley, my college, and we were just going over them. And casually I said, um, you know, you know, how was taking piano or something like that? And he was like, oh, I, I didn't study piano. I actually, since I knew piano and I knew I was good at piano, I knew all the theory and pretty much everything I needed to know about piano, I wanted to take voice because that's an area I didn't understand, just like Will McCarr. I mean, these people are going through, um, you know, the process of, of really just trying to, uh, you know, do get get a well more well-rounded craft well-rounded and, yeah and I really respect that and that's kind of why I chose something called professional music because instead of just doing vocal performance that I kind of had always assumed that I do I already knew how to perform I'd been performing on stages for you know almost 10 years before I got into college um and I really just wanted to focus on the songwriting aspect focus on my writing um as far as actually writing, you know, counterpoint and, uh, and, and music and, right. um, and also, you know, get a little bit of everything in their business. I wanted to not, I knew artists could get easily taken advantage of, especially growing up in the early nineties and stuff and seeing people like Britney Spears and all these people that were um, completely taken advantage of by old record label type deals. So I wanted to make sure I knew new deals, like 360 deals and stuff like that. So I knew that if a deal were ever to come my way, I'd be able to make the right decision financially and, and right. mentally. So, um, yeah, Will McCars, and that was a still do decision for you. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's hard, think it's hard to, um, commit to doing something outside of your element. I mean, you just want to shine, right. especially at a school, you know, especially, one, being the only child, going to um, schools where I either really didn't shine or I really did shine. Um, I, I I went to, to a lot of different schools, and I think I always just wanted to, like, be the best at what I did, um, as most people do, I think. Um, and I knew that performance I could kill it in. But after a while, it's like, okay, I want to be an artist. And I think to be an artist, I need a little more than – um, what I can do on stage and I need to, and I guess that's right. what Will did as well. So 
He did and release speaking fair about weather. People, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, speaking of people that sort of stepped outside of their comfort zone, we had Zach and Zebby Walls on who did the woman cards. Talk about being outside of their comfort zone. They, they, you know, that became a, a playing card company. That, you know, neither one of them, you know, that was in their, in their, in their sights. That's um, what they saw an opportunity. They saw a challenge and mm-hmm. they jumped on that. We had Andy from Whole Life Challenge, who was a gym owner, who was an artist, right? He he went to the Kodak, right? Mm-hmm. And studied yep. trumpet and was, I believe, a Marine, and then decided and then opened the first CrossFit gym in Los Angeles and decided to take it one step further and develop a company that's uh, an online uh, challenge called the Whole Life Challenge. And then we had Daryl Edwards on, the fitness explorer, who developed Primal Play and is now teaching at Harvard. I think he's going to be at Harvard in the next couple of weeks, teaching wow. you know, uh, the staff at Harvard how to learn how to play again, like we did when we were kids. Uh, that's you know stepping outside of a comfort zone, uh, teaching people how to you know play tag again, and then all of a sudden now you're an expert at the level where you're showing up at Harvard. So I feel like all the people that we had on that are following their passion are also willing to get uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that you have to be able to, you have, there's going to be so much, you, have, you know what? It builds you. It makes you stronger to, to get to step outside of your comfort zone and make you stronger. And, um, you know, we, we had just talked earlier this week about how I had posted Zach Wall's speech in whatever year that was 2008. Yeah. That was um, like five years ago. Yeah. And it's just, it's just really crazy. I mean, um, he's such an inspiration. And for, you know, me, how old was I? Not even 20 years old when, um, and he, he's very close to my age, right? I mean. But he's 24. So, yeah. Oh, he's a lot younger. He, he, yeah, yeah. He's, he's much younger. Maybe he's 25 now, but I know last year when we worked together, when I worked with Dr. Walls, you know, directly, um, he was 24 years old. So, yeah, and, um, you know, who, who would have known five years ago when, we, when you, because you showed that to me first, mm-hmm. that someone who inspired us on a YouTube video would not only become close personal friends, but we would have on a podcast together. You know what I'm saying? That like, crazy? that's how amazing life is. And then we also it have really, really people that, that really inspired me, um, Kevin, from who I was just with in Austin, Adventures in Brain Injury, who's also helped us out with co-hosting, as Katie Jones has. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin was our traumatic brain injury survivor who uh, is developing a protocol for how to feed your brain um, and a book that's soon to be released. And then uh, Aurora, uh, Healthy and Heals, who turned her MS diagnosis into uh, basically kicking it to the curb by eating healthy as a Walls Warrior. But in addition, she is now an Ironman, a triathlete, and just really showing MS who's boss, uh, doing it in heels pretty much, basically. And then Such a badass. Such a badass. We have to have her return because we didn't have enough time with her. So in in 2017, we're going to definitely have her back on. And then we talked about medical marijuana, and we had uh, Heel Girl on, Suzette, Mm -hmm. my dear friend, who – you know, is a real advocate for the power of marijuana uh, for medicinal purposes and just really has, is working hard every day 
to create awareness and to change the misconceptions that people have. And, um, you know, our last live guest was Hema from Tinstar, who uh, shared with us that, you know, being a woman. Yeah. And, you know, she not only is a woman who founded her own business and it's growing by leaps and bounds, but showing us basically uh, an expert in production and, uh, you know, all the back-end systems of a business that are typically male-dominated and also, you know, really shared with us how to balance love, family, life, business, all at the same time while taking her business from when I met her, a small kitchen in L.A. to a global phenomenon. Um, So awesome. Really awesome. Um, I feel like each one of our guests um, have really inspired both of us to continue to become uncomfortable, uh, to tap to tap the nirvana of life. Because when you get too comfortable, then you're, you're basically not living. You know, that's uh, yeah. that loving your home and where you live and and your friends is is not a good thing. We're not saying that, but. If you wake up every day and you're not excited with joy about where you're going or having a little sense of fear, like you were talking about that fear we have the first couple, you know, the last couple seconds before the show's going to come on, like mm-hmm. you need to feel that every time you go to do something, every time you give a presentation, because it's not fear that you're going to fail. It's fear that you know that what you're about to do could change somebody's life, if not only your own, right? Right, right. I agree. I mean, I every song you sing, you sing it from your heart and with passion, but you also want other people to feel that same feeling that you're singing with each each note. And that is where the uncomfortable part comes, because it's not just about you. It's about you and giving. And I just think all of those things, and I feel like every single guest we had on, even like Neil from Palm Done Right. Oh, I love you know, him. Oh, my God. I mean, Neil is literally a warrior in his own right because the whole world is like, uh, you know, because Greenpeace, everyone, like Palm is destroying rainforests. And, yes, that is true. But Neil has planned his feet solidly on the ground to show that in South America it's being done right and we're gonna su- and how he can support that and spread the message because we can't mm-hmm. change the fact that palm oil is in everything, every thing we wash our hair with, every soap we use, let alone almost every product we buy. And Neil has decided that, you know what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that since we can't stop the use of Palm Done Right, we can stop the deforestation. That's getting right. comfortable every day because you're taking a stance when the whole world is saying no. And he's saying yes if you do it right. And, right. I mean, how, how wonderful. So awesome. No, we, we've been, like I said, we've been very, 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 very blessed um, to to just have the people on here that we've had. And um, it just really shows, it just makes me proud because it shows who we um, surround ourselves with. It's really, really good people. And I'm proud of us for that. Yes. And, you know, again, hopefully for the people that are listening, as we touch on each one of these episodes, you know, you can go back and listen. You can catch them on iTunes. You can go to Blog Talk Radio and, and really dig a little deeper because we couldn't possibly do justice to every single person that we had on. Uh, it just wouldn't be possible. But we can, 
you know, hopefully inspire you to maybe take some time. And what I did this week was, you know, while I'm cooking, I just play them in the background. I lined up a couple podcasts and I just listened mm-hmm. to them. So, you know, it's good. You know, a lot of people. And it's like good for. I love to go back to them because I forgot about a lot of the stuff that we talked about and just little. I feel like every guest we had had like a little cute catchphrase type thing that we like that stuck out to us. You know what I mean? Um, And it's just things like that, that we're just so, um, you know, that just made the show. We're just, you know, after somebody would say something like, Oh, I love that. That's so good. You know, it's just like, we forget those things. Um, And I, I definitely, uh, I, I suggested as well to all of you guys, because it is just like when you're, decorating the tree and or, or I guess probably want to listen to Christmas music but either way we, we got some good stuff for you guys if you're if you're organizing um for that getting ready for the new year and organizing the house like I am and like I think most people kind of do um a big winter clean out um by the way I did want to suggest to you guys I my mom and I do it pretty much every year I know I know my mom purged so much before her tour that she really doesn't have anything left to purge but it but <laughs> I don't. but it's, it's a really car. really really great time of year to go through your class and this is just a really random side note but I think it's really um important that important. I that that yeah that we do talk about this during the holidays um you know there was stuff in Ohio all this week I feel like there was just a lot of um turmoil going down just in our own country and there's a lot of people suffering that could use a winter coat or um, a sweater or something like that so if you're going through your closet and you haven't worn anything since last Christmas please donate it there's so many places to take your stuff to if if, if you're one of those people that likes to sell stuff at Plato's Closet or Buffalo Exchange the good thing about those places are um, is if you go there and try to sell your stuff and, and they only accept a little bit, they actually have other places that they will donate your stuff to. And it's great organizations. Obviously there's always Salvation Army and Goodwill, but um, do yourself a favor and it'll feel really, really good if you do. So, um, you know, I, I just wanted to mention that on a side note. Last night I had dinner with the founder of Changing Habits, who also was the writer, producer, and director of What's with Wheat, which is an amazing documentary. And um, I drove her back to her. Um, I'm sorry, someone's trying to talk to me. I'm, I'm on a radio show right now. Um, I drove her back to her car, and um, I'm sorry. It's okay. My car uh, while we're on the show. Um, so um, I drove her. Uh, we came back to my car, and she looked at my car, and she's like, this is everything you own is in your car? And I was like, Yeah. And she's like, what does that feel like? And I said, well, the thought of it is kind of scary, but the reality is is that it's, it's quite wonderful. We, and I haven't wanted for anything once I've sort of decreased my possessions down to only, you know, 30 items. So, you know, when you're looking through your stuff, really ask yourself, can you do without it and how often do you use it? And most of the time you can really do without more than you realize. So it's, it's not as hard as it feels, um, parting with things and giving it to those in need. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it this year because I think I'm going to adopt a family for my first time. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, That's really 
But I did want to give you guys a little holiday song before we depart. Um, and I, 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 I realized why I never did it. <laughs> it's because um, it's, it's early and I sing so late on weekends and every day now pretty much, um, which is awesome. Um, but it's, it's been really a challenge for me to wake up full voice. Um, even if I am warmed up and talking and all that stuff, guys, this is not the time to pick fighting. Um, my dog, my dog started right now is the best time to start a little fight. So it's part of me while That's I, why I love our podcast because we just ride the wave. Oh, yeah, you got to. You got to roll with the punches. All right, guys, I'm yep. leaving. I'm leaving you. Um, okay, I'm going into a different room. Uh-oh. Stuck. All right, all right. We're there. Um, so, yeah, um, we are going to start incorporating live music. I would love to have um, some of the people I play with accompany me and us kind of do, like, a cool little thing, maybe even a trio and have my boyfriend on bass or somebody on the cajon, yeah. which is a, a hand drum and um, do like a little mini concert for you guys. That would be cool. Maybe one or two songs. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, here we go. Uh, okay. I was, and then should we say goodbye now? And then how do you want to do this? You want, I think we should just leave them with the song. And when you're done, We'll see everybody next no, time. We'll that works. That works, but we can what? always come back. I just didn't know. Um, I apologize about my dogs, so I'm just gonna get that out there. And um, and here, this is just a little something. And oh my goodness, worst timing. I promise, this is the worst timing that could happen. But it is what it is. Have yourself. A merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Here we are as in olden days, happy golden days of your faithful friends who are dear to us. Gather near to us once more. Through the years, we all will be together. If the fate allow, from now on, our troubles will be miles away. Here we golden days of your faithful friends who are dear to us, gather near to us once more.
Oh, my dog's decided to sing. Do you guys hear that? Yeah, that's fine. Gidget was doing the same oh, thing. My. Yay! Oh my goodness, I didn't get to I didn't get to finish it, but here's just to the couple last lines. Through the years okay. we all will be together if the fates allow. Hang a shining top on the highest bow and have yourself a merry little Christmas Thank you guys. And tonight I'll be at Fullerton Marriott from six to eight, and then Katie Jake's from nine thirty to one thirty. Tomorrow morning I'll be in Dana Point from ten thirty to two thirty uh, in the afternoon, and Monday ne- Nice Guy from nine to eleven. I believe Tuesday Irvine Marriott. So I'm all over the map. Um, for more information about my mom's uh, tour, take it to the street store. Check out, check out paleobossady.com. For more information about my shows, go to nikki-bovee.com. That's B-O-V-E. And we will see you guys uh, in next what? Saturday. Next Saturday. And then after that, we take a two-week break, and then we're back uh, in January. So we'll see you guys next Saturday, yep. 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a great, great, great week. Um, if you guys are having holiday work parties and everything, have fun. Don't get too drunk. And be safe. And be safe. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Have All a good one. Ciao, ciao, everybody. Bye. Bye.